I want to personally invite you to join me and all the other Brock stars for this year's 13th live and in-person plant stock event outside of Asheville, North Carolina in the little town of Black Mountain. It's 1,500 acres is loaded with wildlife, trees, trails, streams. It is a nature wonderland. And what's also a wonderland are all the incredible speakers that you get to hang with all weekend long, like Jane and Ann Esselstyn, Dr. Will Bolshewitz of Fiberfueled, Carly Bodrug, Miss Plant U, Dr. Gemma Newman is over from the UK. We have Dr. Don Musalem from the Mayo Clinic, John Mackey, the ex-CEO of Whole Food Market Stores, myself, Brian Hart, and a special appearance by the Plant Bros. Here's the kicker. All these Brock stars are there from Friday till Sunday, and they want to rub elbows with all of you, whether it's over buffets of Plant Strong Fair for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, whether it's going on an afternoon hike, a swim, pickleball, frisbee golf, kickball, cornhole, dancing. We're having live music. It's all there in this fun weekend extravaganza that we affectionately call Plant Stock. Simply go to liveplantstrong.com and then click on Plant Stock 2024 and grab yourself a ticket before they sell out. See you there. My guest today on the Plant Strong podcast may be young in age, but they are wise beyond their youthful years. At age 26, identical twins, Nina and Randa Nelson are key forces in the Plant Strong movement, and they have true hearts of heroes. They have been vegan since birth, thanks to the upbringing of their spectacular parents who are close and dear friends of mine, Jeff and Sabrina Nelson. And as a family, they have always been outspoken advocates and champions of this lifestyle. In their early 20s, however, as Nina and Randa were pursuing careers in the entertainment industry in LA, both were struck with debilitating and crippling acne that left them severely depressed, confused, a little bit suicidal, and out of work. Well, if necessity is the mother of invention, then Randa and Nina are living proof that you must take charge and be your own health advocates. Not wanting to settle for traditional antibiotics and powerful medicines that have awful, terrible side effects, Nina and Randa refined their already vegan diet even more to remove excessive fats, oils, and toxins. Within days, their acne started to clear dramatically. And in fact, you're not going to believe these before and after photos. A picture truly, in this case, says a thousand words. You will be shocked. In 2018, they released the Clear Skin Diet book, and they have also very recently released their own skincare product line. Today, I talk with them about how they've navigated such a difficult period in their lives and the six guiding principles from their book that turn their life from a living nightmare 
to a dream come true. Welcome the energetic and lively Nina and Randa Nelson. I'm just trying to think. I think the first time I met you guys, and we were talking about this a little bit earlier today, was when you were either 13 or 15. Not, yeah. not yeah. sure which. And and how old are you today? 26. <laughs> 26. Yeah. So it, it's been well over 11 years. And this was when your father was throwing his veg sorts conferences. Yes. Um, you know, with John McDougal and Dr. Furman and my father. Yes. And, you know, he was just doing amazing. Jeff Novick. Yeah. And I remember you guys were kind of the volunteers to help Jeff, Jeff Novick during his cooking demonstrations. Exactly. Fast food twins. That's when we learned how to cook. Yeah. At 15. It stuck. You guys wrote a book called The Clear Skin Diet, and it's based upon your personal uh, journey with some pretty severe acne. Yeah. That, that became very debilitating. So what I'd like to do in this episode is talk about that journey, talk about where you've landed today, and what other people that are suffering from acne can do mm-hmm. uh, in regards to your your program, you know, starting with food and then, you know, everything else that you guys have discovered. Um, because I can tell you that I know when I was a teenager, when I was in high school, when I was in, in college, and I would get one pimple on the end of my nose or on my cheek or on mm-hmm. my chin. I would hide in my room. Imagine yeah. all over. Literally, no. it was not, it was inescapable, the amount of acne we had on our face. Like, oh. just, it would, it felt like it was crawling in your face. That's how much acne yeah. it was. Yeah. No, a, a, a photo or a picture is worth a thousand words, and we'll, we will post this. Uh, on, our, on the Instagram account so people can see the before and afters. But so can you walk me through the journey? Uh, because you guys were, I mean, all vegan mm-hmm. since you were born, right? Yep, yep. Because of your parents, your wonderful, amazing parent, Jeff and Sabrina. The best. <laughs> the best ever. But when did when did this acne first start and how right. did that happen? You want to take it, Randa? Or How me. old were we? It, we? it first started when we were 20, I would say. We were older. I feel like we kind of went through puberty a bit later. Yeah. And maybe we'd have the occasional zit in high school, but the, the normal amount. And then all and of a sudden... I think it's important, and I, and I didn't frame this up correctly, yeah. that people know that you guys are not only twins. Yes. You're identical twins. Yes. yes. So we do everything together. We even get severe cystic acne We like together. the same boys. We get the yeah. same acne. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, so literally at 20, you, yeah. you both started getting it within the same couple days so or no? Actually, what I think was a big starter, not only the hormones and kind of our age and point of development, but also we actually started switching up our skincare products because we thought... We, it was something with hoba hoba oil in it. Yeah, we like, wanted to be oh, more natural. more natural. Like, we're just going to use this... Um, skincare product and that's actually when my skin started breaking out at the worst and because I think it it got to a point where the breakouts were bad I went to the doctor and we got antibiotics, we got antibiotics basically to treat the skin and um, it kept coming back even worse and worse every month so what would happen is the acne would clear up because of the antibiotics but then it would always come back worse and we were eating like what we thought like a healthy vegan diet, but with like extra added fat. 
So our parents, this is Nina, our parents went out of town Mm -hmm. and we got really, really sick. And I remember we sent photos of our acne to our mom and my mom was like kind of freaking out in Hawaii. She told us later. But anyway, so we weren't really feeding ourselves. Our brother would make us food because we were just like in our bunk beds, like 20, 20 years old, like in our bunk beds. Yeah. (laughs) And our brother was just making us peanut butter toast and our acne was getting worse and worse and worse. And we didn't realize that like higher fat foods is what's contributing to those breakouts. So that went on for like six, six over six Almost, months. Yeah. Maybe nine months. So six wh- months on and off antibiotics. Right. So- and, and, and here's the thing. So you, you, you're 20, you get these, this horrendous, you know, outbreak for mm-hmm. six months and, you guys were models, you were yes. singers, you were in commercials. So what would happen was we would get the antibiotics, the skin would clear up, and then we'd book a commercial. Exactly. It'd be like, oh, cool, the acne's gone, we're working again. But then what happened when the acne, you know, when the antibiotics stopped working is we stopped booking jobs. And we, the, the acne would come back worse every single time. So we stopped, we had a band, we didn't want to perform anymore because yeah. we were too embarrassed. I just we didn't want to go on auditions yeah. because the casting directors, it was, we just felt like we were like a joke in there, like that they were like, okay, like let's get them out of here because they have acne, like they're obviously not going to get I the job. And I remember on our way back from American Idol because they flew us out, like that was when my acne was at its all-time worst and we were out of town so we were eating like just more junky food because that was what was available. And I think that definitely contributed to making the breakouts even worse. And I just remember getting home and being like, I just, I just feel so depressed. Like there's no way, like I can't try to be in show business with a condition like this. You know, I just felt hopeless and embarrassed. Yeah. And I remember I actually had to go out on an audition with that acne and I just remember like not even wanted, wanting to look at the casting director in the eye. And it was just like, they were just kind of like, okay, next. Like, basically, what are you doing here? And I just remember walking out with my head down, like looking at the ground. Like, I never want to go into another audition. Then we, so we kept going back to the dermatologist and they're saying there, there really is, you know, nothing they could really do. And they're like, okay, well, we'll get you to the specialist at UCLA. And we're like, great. Like, we're going to see like an acne specialist, like top of the line. We get there and we walk in and they hand us this <laughs> big five packet seconds of Accutane of like, okay, here's a big packet. Read all of, you need to go on birth control, blood tests, get like psychiatric wait, evaluation. Wait, you have to go on birth control when you take Accutane? Oh yeah. You have if to, you don't go on birth control, they want you to claim abstinence because abstinence. you have a baby while on Accutane. It could uh, do severe damage to the baby cause birth defects and all that but they also a lot of people it affects their mental health and they make you get blood tests every month they like have you talk to a therapist or a psychiatrist because it's really a heavy duty Mm -hmm. drug Mm -hmm. and so we were just like i was just thinking well i guess i have to go on accutane i mean that's what everybody does but i didn't want to do that because i had had some friends as well that yeah it cleared up their skin great but then their hair fell out and I was like, imagine having acne and your hair is falling uh, no, out. I was like, yeah. no, not I good wanna... for an actress. Right. No. Or no. for anyone. But really. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> because I was, th- I always had the thought like, oh, but, you know, I'm eating so healthy. And like, if something is wrong, like it, there must be some underlying problem. That was what was so embarrassing as well is that when people at the pharmacy would see us coming, get coming to get drugs for our acne, they'd like antibiotics and stuff. They'd be like, oh. Yeah, acne is caused by eating junk food. And I'm like, I don't eat junk food. I'm vegan. So I feel like that was an added embarrassment as well because I Mm -hmm. wanted to be an example of health, health. but I didn't look like I, you know, I didn't look like that with all that acne on my face. Yeah, yeah. And so 
All right. So you you go to UCLA, mm-hmm. yeah. see this expert, and yeah. he basically says Accutane. Yeah. And and you're like, we, we can't do that. We're not going to do that. Well, or, I, or you I remember did do having it. a split thought of like, okay, well, this is what I have to do because it, it just kept getting worse. I was like, what else? What other option? But then I was also like, like a bigger part of my the voice in my head was like, no, like why why should you have to take a drug to just be you know not have acne? I and said I remember saying. Well, mom had an autoimmune disease because if, well, I don't know if these people know, but our mom had an autoimmune disease by changing her diet. She went to remission because she read a John McDougal book. And I said, if John McDougal helped mom get off <laughs> drugs and cure her, he's going to do the same for me. <laughs> so no. I, was, I was never going to take the drugs. No, yeah. I don't think I, I was never actually going to take it. But I I was like, really, is this what I have to do to not have so acne? So let's just, let's, just, let's just pause for a sec and, mm-hmm. and, and, and visit that because... Your mom was diagnosed with a very rare autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. right? Yes, it's in the lupus family, lupus. but even more rare. It's called right. relapsing polychondritis. Right. And John McDougall, mm-hmm. basically with a low-fat, whole-food, plant-based diet, right? Mm-hmm. Not even low-fat, just no. getting rid of okay. dairy and meat. Okay. It's still lower-fat, though. But yeah. was able to, to help your mom out tremendously, right? Mm-hmm. She went She's in remission. remission. Right, right. And... Uh, and and so 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 everybody's kind of up to speed. Yeah. So you went back to John McDougal, mm-hmm. right? And did you schedule an appointment with John or no? What no. So actually, we were. This is like when our acne was at its all time worst yet again. Um, close to the UCLA specialist, we're visiting my grandparents. Now, I, when I'm sorry, I just so when you have that much acne does your face just hurt oh my gosh oh, yeah. it's un it's unbearable it's like if something emotionally would bother me like if i was to just i don't know like hear a weird comment or like just like see something weird like i would feel things like crawling in my face like it was so uncomfortable not only that it, it hurts and you it's annoying when you sleep but it's also itchy yeah too. it's a mixture of itchiness and pain <laughs> And I think one, because the acne is irritated and two, you're trying to like put on products to kind of like make it feel like it's going to go away when it's like the topical wasn't going to fix that. It was something from the inside. So what was the absolute lowest point in this for you guys? The lowest point was was when I came into my parents' office and I was like, I feel like Robin Williams because he had just um, committed suicide a few days earlier. And I remember like saying my whole life when I when I learned what suicide was, I was like, why would anyone do that? That doesn't make sense. Like life is so good. And uh, yeah, that was like the first time that I understood. I was like, I don't want to be here like living my life like this because I was depressed for so long. And I thought if I have to live my life like this, you know, with this on my face, I don't, I just don't want to. Right. So that was the lowest point. For so, sure. so basically suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's really weird for me. Like I, I didn't grow up right. depressed or feeling suicidal, even with breakups. I was still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Not that people get, well, some people get like depressed from that kind of stuff, but I'm saying like, I, I don't know. Things like kind of like melted off easily. Yeah. yeah. And that was like not normal for me. But, and that seems from what I know of you two, like your dispositions, you know, you're kind of ray, rays of sunshine <laughs> and, uh, you know, That's just, you. just beautiful, 
uh, loving women. Um, oh, it's true. Um, so, okay. So that was the low point for you. What about for you? I just remember for me, just Randa. Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever remember feeling like that specifically, like maybe as low I as I had Nina. it worse. Nina definitely had it worse. And, and for longer. And for a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember like feeling like hopeless. Like when is this, when can I start to live my life is, is what I felt like. I was like waiting to live my life. Like when can I go on dates? When can I go out and hang out with my friends or like go to the gym, just do anything in life. And I just felt like I couldn't because I felt so much shame. Mm-hmm. And I, one thing I wish I, I wish I didn't feel like that much shame because it wasn't my fault, you know? No. Yeah. 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 Well, there's just there's no place to run and hide when you've got yeah. you know, that kind of acne all over your face. And no makeup will cover that no. up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so you go see John McDougal, or you had an appointment with John, right? No, no so no. actually, <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> we should have. What in the world happened? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we, we were going up to visit our grandparents, and all we're talking about is our skin because we want to get our lives back. And my dad was like why don't you pull up John McDougal's website, see if he has anything on acne. And there and was I a remember small... thinking, like, no way, he's not going to have anything on acne. Dad like, knew, though. He must have. He, yeah, he knew. knew. And so we pull up the article, and there's this small thing that says that there are countries in the world. Cultures. Cult- sorry, sorry, cultures in the world, and they don't get acne, and they eat a low-fat, plant-centered diet. And by eliminating all oils, even healthy fats like avocados, nuts, soy, soy, uh, seeds that you won't get acne i was like wow i was like seriously like that's it like oh, so like papua new guinea yes, yes. right okinawa okinawa yeah. right and they're also okay. the longest living cultures in the world so basically the blue zones they don't yeah. get acne they live the longest and at this point we had done low glycemic vegan that's what was online of low, low the low glycemic the low carb and we had tried that so we did work. that and it was, I remember crying so much because all I was eating was quinoa and avocado and my skin didn't even clear up and I just felt horrible because be, imagine being vegan, not able to eat fruit. Right. That's pretty so, bad. So you're doing quinoa and avocado because you're doing this <laughs> low, low glycemic, glycemic yeah. and okay. So then yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can eat I potatoes, like, potatoes and rice. And like, I could do that. That's easy. I already eat that just to eliminate the avocado and the peanut butter. That's fine. I won't miss that. And literally within three days for the first time, both of us, our skin wasn't actually worse. Yeah. It was, oh, it's shrinking down. It's getting better. My face doesn't feel as oily. Right. And so then like right away, it was like really instant within the within the day. Yeah. And I remember like as the couple weeks would go by, because in the past, like the, the antibiotics would make the acne go away. But I always had this like anticipation of, oh, no, when's the acne going to come back? And I remember like continuing to eat this way. I didn't think it was going to come back. I was thinking I was, you know, worried like, oh, no, what if it comes back? Like this seems too good to be true. But it just never did. It just kept getting better. Yeah. And then after a month, it was like really just hyperpigmentation, like yeah like way noticeably different i remember we started seeing our friends again they're like what did you do like your skin's so good and all the only difference was for the most part diet yeah yeah exactly okay uh well i i want to read this is a quote in your book Mm -hmm. and it's actually how the whole book starts out and it's there is no single disease which causes more psychic trauma more mal, uh, maladjustment between parents and children, more general insecurity, 
and feelings of infer- inferiority and greater sums of psychic suffering than does acne vulgaris. So you guys live through that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this isn't just a couple pimples. And you the know? thing is, yeah. if, if I would have heard that, I would have been like, oh, it's just acne. Like, what's the big deal? But it's like when you're actually living it, it's like it's everything. It's like you're yeah. obviously looks aren't everything. But if it affects your ability to like want to be see your friends and work, then it is everything, you yeah. know. So the book. Mm-hmm. Um, when you wrote the book, you guys did a pilot study. Yeah. To yes. show to show the efficacy of that this, was your idea. Of this <laughs> of this program. And how much did you learn doing the pilot study? I mean, do you feel like because I know when I did mine for engine two, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't believe that I was gonna write a book without the pilot study, but I decided to do the pilot study and I had 62 people Yeah, and it just gave me after, you know, all the, the drops in cholesterol, the weight loss, all these things It gave me so much confidence for sure in the program. Yeah. Right. So did you guys like, and then, and then I had all these success stories that I could share in the book yeah. and it just gave the book life. Yeah. So, I think, yeah. I think for us it was cool because we would have these weekly meetings and to be able to see that people felt the same way of, and to be able to be like, oh, like it's going to it's going to get better and kind of have this support group. I think that was what was most special. But it was me. cool to see people face to face seeing results because we would yeah. read online on our YouTube channel. Oh, it's working. But it's different when you have the face to face connection. It was really cool to see. How many how many participants did you end up having? Well, we opened it up to we had people submit to a Facebook group. So we had, I think, over, over 130 100 participants. Yeah. Yeah. Of people online as well. Right. Yeah. And and the program, tell me a little bit about it. Like how long was it? Was it six weeks? It was right. six weeks. So the initial program we did, I held a sign at the local college with my skin at its worst. And I was like, this is a before me. and after. And people would say, what's, what's the, the cream? cream? <laughs> what What is it? I'm down because it's a bunch of college students. like, it's students. a free program. They're like, it's free. Like it's free food. Free program, free food. All you have to do is meet at this place every week and... Yeah, and then so we got people to sign up, and we had how many people? Like twenty, twenty initially. Yeah. yeah, in yeah, and so that's how we started it. So my skin was clear for maybe a year or two, and when I went to Europe, I had actually switched my products and started using something that had oil in it and i thought like maybe it's like the canned foods maybe it's the pollution um and my acne was and the acne was coming back granted not as worse but i was still like i'm eating perfectly why is this happening and that's when i discovered also on john mcdougall's website he says avoid all oil in the skincare products and And makeup and makeup and so then i was like changed my skincare again and also cleared it up again so we realized that that was a key component um to clearing up acne and we incorporated that into into the program program. and so and so is that because you want your skin to breathe and you don't want to cover it up with any kind of like you know i think it's people with acne prone skin already have a lot of excess excess oil on Mm -hmm. their face so when you have too much oil you're you're body's like oh there's something wrong here and it's then attack it, and attack then it your body attacks itself and yeah. then it makes a pimple and so and so by avoiding all those foods that have overt mm-hmm. oils and yes. fat yeah you're not contributing to an excessive amount of exactly kinda, i guess oil in your pores and mm-hmm. yeah and everything like that and when you're already at a point in your life especially like like with the hormones just the excess oil is what 
like or the excess fat in the diet just doesn't do well but then there's some people who changed their diet and they kept using like oily products and then they maybe didn't see results and were like okay you got to get rid of the oils in your skincare too and then Mm -hmm. that helped as well Mm -hmm. but for for some reason for whatever reason you could use oils for like what six months on your face no the thing is it was like the other products i was using had a very minimal amount but the one that i switched to i won't name the brand name but was like an acne based skincare but it had like like i don't know some kernel oil or i don't know Mm. some not Mm. good oil um or mineral oil or something um and it just made wreaked havoc on my face (laughs) i bet you had no idea because i know i didn't that our pets diets make up 25 percent of the united states meat consumption and if american pets were their own country they'd be the fifth largest consumer of meat in the world. This is not okay. Most pet food is poor quality and the impact it's having on the world is simply unsustainable. Animal agriculture is estimated to contribute half of global greenhouse gas emissions. The team at Wild Earth avoids these impacts by sourcing nutrient-packed ingredients that don't come from animals. The number one ingredient in their dog food is yeast, a superfood that has more protein, calorie for calorie, than any form of meat. It's a win-win for your dog and for the planet. It takes 90% fewer resources to make a bag of wild earth clean protein dog food than your average brand name kibble. Try a bag today and save 40% off your order with the code plan strong go to wildearth.com or amazon so six-week program whole food low fat Mm -hmm. yes plant-based um and let's just repeat for the audience Mm -hmm. what what are the foods that we are basically uh, eliminating mm-hmm. okay to uh, allow our faces to really like clear up and let me say and i got this figure from your book that 80 to 95 percent of adolescents in the united states get acne mm-hmm. i mean this is something that mm-hmm. is uh it is incredibly pervasive in this country definitely you see well, it every day when you're out and uh, out yeah. and about Guideline number one is, and this is in complete alignment with my seven-day rescue guidelines, and actually almost every one of these is, but, you know, these, it's so funny to me. It's not funny. It's so beautiful to me how, whether it's my father's program for preventing and reversing heart disease, whether it is, you know, Robbie Barbero, uh, program for mastering diabetes, whether it's for the clear skin diet with the Nelson Twins. It's a whole food, low-fat, plant-based yeah. diet, yeah. right? But so let's dive in. So pillar number one is plants only. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Plants <laughs> only. That means plant-strong, plant-centered food. So that would be all vegetables, fruits, sweet potatoes, beans, rice, oats, basically foods that fill you up and make you feel good and are satisfying. Yep. Anything you want to add to that? I think you pretty much covered okay. it. Okay. <laughs> So guideline number two is unrefined starches. Yes. 
should be the cornerstone of the diet. Yeah. Starches, cornerstone of the diet. What does that mean? That means lots of sweet potatoes, potatoes, rice, beans, tortillas, maybe in a burrito, just like all of the comfort foods, basically. Fiber. Fiber is key. Yeah. So it sounds like these are the foods that are going to help satiate you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, People are just eating them wrong. They're putting the butter. They're putting the sour cream. Yeah. They're putting it all this fatty food. The potato. So they get this bad rep when you take all the junk out of it. You're just left with like plants and that's filling and satisfying and what we're supposed to eat. Gotcha. Um, pillar number three, avoid all oils. Yes. Okay. So olive oil. In unison. <laughs> yes. Even coconut oil. Everyone's like, what about coconut oil? Yes. It's not part of it. Saturated fat. No, no. Okay. So olive oil, just literally all fats. I think it's not hard for people to cook without oil once they learn that. I mm-hmm. think the more difficult part for the more difficult part of that is for people the more difficult hurdle hurdle is people eating out because yeah. a lot of restaurants love to load up on the oil because yeah. it's more fatty and I think maybe that's a hard part. But if you cook on your own, it's easy. Well, it's funny you say that because you know er- earlier tonight. We went to the new Whole Foods that's mm-hmm. near yeah. here. And you guys are like, oh, you got to get the burrito. <laughs> it's like seven bucks. It's huge. <laughs> it's the best deal going. It is. And so best. I basically let you know let you guys order for me for the most part. And you, you went and you got this special rice that wasn't cooked in oil. Yeah, yep. we know because, what to do. Because you knew that most of the other rices are cooked in oil. You knew which beans weren't cooked in oil. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and how do you, you just have to ask? We yeah. just ask when we go to restaurants, because a lot of restaurants, if it's especially if it's a higher end, they could maybe do oil-free. But also, if you just say, oh, it's an allergy. Because for me, if I get like a rash or a breakout on my face, I consider that an allergy. So, yeah, yeah, if you're just ordering out, just say it's an allergy. And they're usually pretty good about it. And most restaurants always have something, whether it be rice or a steamed potato. Yeah, you might just have to specify, oh, like, can you just make sure to not cook it in any oil or any butter or anything like that? But... There's always an option, like steamed vegetables and rice. Boom. Granted, maybe it's a little bit easier in L.A. I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world. Yeah. We're sheltered. <laughs> well, that woman that was serving us was so sweet. She, yeah. was. she was. really nice. And the way you, you did it, you know, you're like, yeah, uh, I, ca- I can't do oils. I have an allergy to oils. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was... Anyway, that, it was cool seeing you guys in action. So <laughs> it, it, we got it, it down. But I think some people are embarrassed to to be that person of like, oh, sorry, I can't eat this. But I just I am like, that person, though. Whatever. I'm, I'm like, it. <laughs> I am that person. If, if it's what I want, I I'm like paying. Nina in public, like do it for Randa me. Randa never does it. It's always me. <laughs> like, but that's not just with oil. That's with like any confrontational random. That's makes me so do true. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So no added oils. Doesn't matter if it's extra virgin olive oil, mm-hmm. whether it's coconut oil, canola, safflower, yeah. walnut flaxseed oil no oil yeah no oil. but we will say like this is just for the time like obviously we're not promoting like oils or like higher fat foods as a health food but at some point when the acne is cleared or there's the inflammation is down people could have it as a treat every year every now and again but we're just saying at the point of clearing up your acne just don't do it at all stick to it a hundred percent how often would you guys say you guys deviate and have some oil we Um, never cook with oil never 
maybe we'll have like a wrap with a little bit of oil in it every now and then maybe some avocado that's about as as far as we'll go maybe like two times a month really not Not often often. and we still haven't dived into fatty desserts (laughs) so okay so that that leads us to the to the fourth guideline which is avoid high fat (laughs) plant-based foods you touched upon it earlier uh, what are we talking about? Like peanut butter, soy, soy milk, um, even certain plant milks. What else? Sweet potato fries. Right. Yeah. What Just about olives? No, no olives. olives. I mean, me and Nina already hate olives. Actually, okay. that's a weird thing. So funny. I I can't stand them. Either. I hate them. Yeah, I They're like, like rotten I, root beer or I something. I find them. <laughs> I find them just kind of horrid. Yeah. yeah. The smell of them. The taste mm-hmm. of them. Ugh, for yeah. sure. Awful. It's that's uh, yeah. It's very funny. Hummus with like. Yeah. oils yeah stuff like that what about um uh so you don't do any coconut then no <laughs> we can have coconut water right although i did have like like a few months ago i was in, in hawaii. hawaii i was like i'm gonna have a coconut ice like a coconut popsicle, popsicle or something yeah. it was yeah. decadent amazing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but not on the diet now when you're clearing your acne yeah. so no nuts. No nuts. No nut butters. No olives. We're not doing avocados. We eat like heart uh, patients. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you truly do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it again. It the the um, the parallels are, are are really really amazing. Um, and then and I it's just, also kept us like the slimmest. Yeah. We've ever been. Okay, so I think we're good on the uh, the high fatty plant based foods. I do want to reiterate though, you guys also don't do. Soy because soy is about forty percent fat. Mm-hmm. You don't do tempeh. No. What right. about what about edamame? No, I don't I mean, even do that. No. I mean, I've never really been a fan of it, but especially on the diet when people are clearing up the acne, we do not recommend any soy products. Right. So you get, so you're avoiding all the overt fatty plant based foods and um, oats. You can knock yourself out with oats. Oh yeah, yeah, we right. do. Oats. Go ham. Yeah. The reason I say that is, you know, because oats are about 16 to 18% mm-hmm, fat, right. but that falls underneath the threshold. So I think it's important here. It's not no fat. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not no fat, mm-hmm. but it is low fat. Right. Yeah. Um, so according to the like American Heart Association, a low fat diet is 30% calories from fat. Mm-hmm. If you guys had to make a guesstimation, what percent of your calories are coming from from fat 10 percent. yeah i would say it's around 80 10 10 right yeah definitely not over 10 percent. right mm-hmm. and that's again that's completely in alignment with my father mm-hmm. with his patients that are trying to reverse their heart disease so you know people if you're trying to reverse your heart disease if you're trying to reverse your acne if you're trying to reverse your insulin resistance mm-hmm. autoimmune uh, autoimmune can we get selena gomez in the room you know do you know who selena gomez is uh, big star she's a big star i think I, I, she dated I, justin bieber uh <laughs> oh yes i do know. oh no. okay okay yeah. now he knows now he knows yeah. but and she has lupus and she had to get a, a kidney transplant yeah. for, for her lupus and i'm like gosh i wish she could hear uh you, about I, this you think that could have been prevented oh absolutely i mean well yeah. i can't say it would oh, be prevented well, oops. <laughs> <laughs> my bad but, but i think that she would i mean seeing how it affected our mom and how she's gone into remission i think it definitely could I help I, yeah, I think, I think the thing help. about a lot of diseases and like especially like dietary caused diseases is that your genetics are make you prone to having something. Our genetics happen to be our acne, acne prone genetics. But when you eat the right way, that 
basically won't happen. Like, right, right. Yeah. Well, I think, again, I think that's applicable with heart disease, right? Mm-hmm. You may have a genetic predisposition, Yeah. but if you don't ever consume the products that are going to allow this disease to flourish, to flourish yeah. right? Then it's like game, o- game over. You're yeah. totally good. Um, okay, so pillar number five, eat whole foods. You know, that that seems pretty Burritos. self-explanatory, but what are we talking about? Whole foods. Are we going to repeat the same foods? <laughs> well, no, but I mean, are we ta- so we're talking about food as close to grown as possible, exactly. minimally so on processed, the, right? On the, outer, on the outer skirts of the grocery stores, not yeah. the processed crackers and refined packaged foods, foods, packaged foods, but the berries. Except for Engine 2, buy those. Well, for sure. Engine 2 raviolis, clear skin diet approved. <laughs> yes. Um, love that stuff. But yeah, so minimally processed and... Yeah. So you want, you want, um, you want all the fiber intact. Mm-hmm. Yes. You want as much water that, mm-hmm, that should mm-hmm. be in there. I think fiber is key for sure. Fiber is so crucial. People are like, where do you get your protein? I'm like, why aren't they asking where you get I your know. fiber? That's so much like... Yeah. What people are missing. Yeah. No. The the latest thing I've read is that a astonishing ninety seven percent of Americans are deficient in fiber. That's Oof. a whole lot of yikes. Are they protein deficient too? Yikes. What do you mean by yikes? <laughs> yikes? It, you don't know what that mean? means? No. Yikes? Like, so it's yikes. like, oh no, that's it's like, not oh, good. Oh, that's bad. Oh, yikes. Yikes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought that had to do something with like, you know, yo, you're constipated. It's like, oh. <laughs> well, I mean, that is yikes <laughs> to be constipated. Yeah. yeah. Now, the last pillar you have is eat simply. Mm -hmm. And you say that basically variety is not that important and repetition is good. What do you mean by all that? Well, Because I think this is a huge, important guidepost. I think there's a big misconception that people need to like eat a totally different meal like every day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner has to be needs to be like this exotic whatever but it's like the if as long as you're eating the whole foods you're getting like the right nutrients the right amount of fiber and that's what's important that means don't be afraid if you find something you like and it's healthy and it fits the guidelines you can eat it every day if you want beans rice and veggies for lunch and dinner like do, do it. it that's fine and for us it's like but but it's funny because some people are like you eat the same thing every day it's so weird i mean we could make it more grand and, and different but we're, one we're lazy two <laughs> it's like if someone loved pizza and they wanted to eat that every meal yeah. you know you could but so basically we're just eating our favorite foods yeah every meal it yeah. is, exactly. but it's not pizza and, but it could be yeah and uh, do, you f- do you find that you get Sick and tired of the food you're eating? No, every meal is like glorious for me. I do not get sick and tired of it in the slightest. Yeah. It's funny. I I feel the exact same way. I can remember when I was here the last time I stayed with you guys, probably six years ago. Mm -hmm. And I kid you not, I walked into that room that's adjacent to the kitchen and I saw a pile of bananas. (laughs) Yes. And I was wondering if you guys had like a a family of monkeys in the back. (laughs) And then you told me, I think you went to some store and, and I said, well, how long will it take you to go through this? And I think you said like three or four days. Yeah. yeah. That sounds and right. And there yeah. must have been 80 bananas. Yeah. We <laughs> used to like really be heavy on the bananas. And now I'm like, I'm more like sweet potatoes. We eat bananas every day. I mean, day. I still eat bananas every day, probably like two or three. 
two or three bananas a day. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. What about what about dried fruits? Are you guys a fan of dried fruits? We or love not? dried fruits yes. because they're like small and calorie dense and easy on the go. Yeah. Yeah. So those are okay, even though they're, yeah. they're calorie rich because they're low fat. Yeah. So you're yeah. you're okay with raisins, dates for sure, figs, totally prunes, fine. stuff like that. I'm yeah. like yeah. the dried fruit queen. No, I love but I've never had a cavity. Well. That's wow. good. Wow, have you? I have, oh. and it's because I didn't go to the dentist for two years or br- and brush my back teeth because. I have a small mouth, but <laughs> that's great. <laughs> is your mouth smaller than her mouth is Nina's? smaller than they mine. tell me they're like, you have like the mouth, like your, your, your mouth is so young. I'm like, okay, like, thanks. I don't know. Wow. Love that. <laughs> um, so let's talk. We've, I feel like we've really hit, you know, food nicely. Yeah. Let's talk for a sec about, uh, your just like, and I think you touched upon it briefly, but cleansing your face moisturizers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um sunblock yes stuff like that yes so in a perfect world it would be great to just be able to wash your face with water like as natural as possible but because we live in a world where there are toxins or you have to wear makeup or there's pollution pollution dirt oil grease whatever you know you need a face wash to get cleanse your face um and we found that it has to be like oil free there's a lot of acne causing ingredients and then when you want to buy a product that's more natural there's a lot of oils in that because so we found out about this site called ewg and my environmental working group and it basically has a bunch of products and you can google or sorry you can search your products on the website and it'll show how toxic it is like if for it's your reproductive nine, health it's really bad for your reproductive health it can cause cancer and so we've kind of freaked out oh my gosh we need to go more natural but then when we switched to the more natural it had all these oils in it and we were getting acne again so yeah you want an oil free face wash that's also low toxicity and that is why we, because we couldn't find what we wanted, that is why we de- developed our own line called the Clear Skin Program. Can we talk about this absolutely. now? Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. So so you guys launched your own skincare yeah, yeah. line. So we what, found that even like shampoo and conditioner, because when you're, especially with people who get body acne, um, the oils, the chemicals are like getting onto your body or absorbing and on your forehead, more acne. So we developed shampoo conditioner that are all oil free. Also no acne causing ingredients as well as a face wash and a moisturizer. All of the essentials. Yeah. The stuff that you need the most. Can you repeat that for me one more time? So Mm -hmm. you got a shampoo, you got a conditioner. We got a face wash, a face wash. And does that have like little scrubs things in it? No, it's very gentle. It's for all skin types from oily to sensitive Uh skin, even people with eczema Mm -hmm. and then a moisturizer. Yeah. It doesn't have like little walnut shells in it. No, (laughs) it doesn't. When you have acne, you don't want to scratch at it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you, you got a wash and then you have a moisturizer. Yeah. So, so you, got, you got four products then? Four products, yeah. yeah. We oh. want more eventually, but these are the stuff we're starting yeah. out with. Exercise. Oh, exercise is very critical because you're getting rid of the toxins in your body. It's just, I think of exercise as just ne- an essential for good mental health. Yeah. And when you're dealing with acne, you're feeling self-conscious, all the negative thoughts. So it's like, I would you know, exercise was a big outlet to get out of that stress, get rid of that stress, but I wouldn't even let myself go to the gym because I was so distraught. Working out should be like brushing your teeth. Yeah. You got to do it. Yeah. How often do you guys work out? Five Five days days a week. week. Well, you know, you guys in your book, you referred to dairy as acne juice. Yeah. That is just like, "Mm, 
all right. What about uh, smoking? Because, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, isn't vaping, like, really in these days? Yeah. It is. I think it's for, like, the younger, the yeah. Generation Z. Yeah. They're a little they're younger than us. They're doing the jewels and stuff. It's gross. Probably <laughs> not great for acne. Definitely no. not. I no. mean, it's not good. Anything that's bad for your health, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, but I want to be cool. Any, any, <laughs> any, what about any supplementation? The only thing we recommend? supplement is B12. And, and the reason we supplement it is... Because food is so highly washed and there's a mineral, so B12 can be found in dirt. It's like a bacteria, and yeah. then, but it's washed. So anyway, even people who eat meat should take a B12 supplement because a lot of mm-hmm. people can be deficient in it. Maybe on occasion I'll take a zinc, but not yeah. just because. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the same way. Everybody in our family is the same way. And, and, and like you guys, my kids have been plant-based their whole life and the only supplements that we all take as a family is our, our B12. Mm-hmm. So one of the things you talk about in the book, and you have some quotes in here by uh, a doctor by the name of, uh, I might not be pronouncing this right. Ermina? Er- Ermina Van Dyken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About the the health of the, the microbiome. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the, the role that the microbiome may play in your, you know. Mental health and acne. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, to me, again, it's like everything we've been talking about here. But I think the microbiome is something that wasn't even on the scene mm-hmm. four years ago. Mm-hmm. And now, now everyone's I, talking about it. Everybody's talking mm-hmm. about how it's like it's the lost organ. Yeah. It's the, you know, the, the I mean, it controls our cravings. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like. They've done studies on rats where they take a microbiome of like one rat or sorry, mice, and they put it in a different mice, a mouse. Yeah. And it changed the personality. So your your microbiome is making your personality as well. Right. It dictates so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, then what's different about our microbiome? Because we have different personalities. <laughs> I don't Slightly. know. Slightly. I have more fire in my microbiome. <laughs> <laughs> I have more ice or water. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I think something that I think to myself or something that I thought was because we were taking all of these antibiotics, I feel like it destroyed our gut biome and i think that's yeah. also why the acne was the acne so bad would come back worse even with the the way we were eating because we weren't eating like the worst diet in the world but i think that's also what what escalated the acne to get so bad and by eating this way i think that's also what helped restore our gut biome so now yeah. if i have an occasional junk food my not that i do it frequently but my body's like okay we can handle this but whereas before it was just completely destroyed well what's interesting is you know we're just learning now that the the key to uh, cultivating these healthy bacteria these prevotella it's all about the fiber yeah right Mm -hmm. the 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 soluble and the insoluble fibers that only come from plants whole plants right which is, you know, basically, you know, pillar guideline number five mm-hmm. in the clear skin diet. Um, it all syncs up. It's, yeah. it's, it's beautiful. You wouldn't believe how many people, when I feel it's appropriate, I go up to and I tell them, you guys need to get this book. Like, oh, my oh, gosh. The, the clear wow. skin diet. Oh, yeah. I, right. But literally millions and millions of American adolescents and probably even adults, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. Uh, that are suffering from acne can can be helped by you guys yeah so thanks for being heroes champions for uh for people 
eliminating their pimples, their zits, their acne. It's huge. It's huge. Well, thank, thank you. you for being such a warm, kind, and amazing person and for having us here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So with that, you guys, let's do our sign-off, which is <laughs> peace, engine two, keep it plant strong. Keep it plant strong, <laughs> baby. I have known Nina and Randa since they were 12 and up on the stage at their parents' VegSource conferences singing and dancing because they have always been entertainers. Uh, and it is just so heartwarming to see how far they've come over the last 13, 14 years with everything that they're doing. I admire them for their courage to seek out a holistic and healthy solution and to look beyond the conventional treatments that have so many dangerous long-term effects. They have definitely been inspired by the likes of Dr. McDougall, Dr. Ornish, Dr. Clapper, my father, Dr. Furman, all these people I think have played a role in letting them realize that there are other options besides the traditional medical treatments. And they truly have, as I said earlier, the hearts of a hero because through their, through their books, their skincare line, and their recently launched podcast that is hilarious and enlightening called Somewhat Relatable, they are on a mission to heal as many people as possible from the inside out. Next week on the Plant Strong podcast, I'm going to introduce you to Nehemiah Delgado, a professional bodybuilder featured in the Game Changers documentary who has been plant strong since the day he was one day old. Now, even if you have zero interest in competing as a bodybuilder, I promise you his humble story demonstrates that mental fortitude is really the most important strength that a person can have. We can all learn lessons from this gentle man. I hope to see as many of you as possible at our 2020 summer plant stock event along with Dr. Michael Greger, Dr. Michael Clapper, Brenda Davis, John Mackey, Gene Bauer, Marco Borges, Dr. Neil Barnard, my parents, my sister, and many, many more. Join us August 14th to the 16th for our ninth annual weekend celebration. It is the ultimate blend of deep learning, epic stories, new ideas, hiking, swimming, getting out in nature, plus strategies and tools for accelerating plant strong living. Visit campplantstock.com and register today. Thank you for listening and subscribing to our show. I want you to know that we read each and every one of your reviews and we appreciate each and every one. If you want to learn more about this season or today's guests and sponsors, please visit plantstrongpodcast.com. The Plant Strong Podcast team includes Lori Kordowich, Amy Mackey, Patrick Gavin, Wade Clark, and Carrie Barrett. I want to thank my parents, Dr. Caldwell B. Esselstyn Jr. and Ann Kryle Esselstyn for creating a legacy that will be carried on for generations and being willing to go against the current and trudge upstream to the causation. We are all better for it.